Hello, and welcome to Wealth Planning Illuminated. I am your host, Teresa Marks, a senior wealth strategist at CIBC Private Wealth in the U.S. I am joined today by my colleague, Becky Milliman, also a senior wealth strategist at CIBC Private Wealth. In today's episode, Becky and I will discuss creating a new or revised estate plan, and in particular, looking at those considerations that might help you thoughtfully plan for your assets. This is part one in our four-part series focusing on estate planning fundamentals, from disposing of your assets to life insurance planning to estate taxes. Okay, let's get started with this episode. So a lot of our clients come in and they're thinking about their overall wealth plan. And, and maybe they already have a plan in place or they're, they're starting to think about getting a plan in place. What are some of the things, the considerations that they should start thinking about, maybe even before going to the lawyer? How do they prepare for that? Often when people think of a state plan, they think of what happens to my wealth after I pass. Mm -hmm. But really, the first step is to have the clients plan for themselves. They want to make sure that they have the ability to meet their cash flow needs and to live the lifestyle they wish to live. They need to take into consideration what happens if they're incapacitated, mm -hmm. either one of them in a husband and wife scenario or both of them. And also they'll want to make sure that they've got planning as it relates to future health care needs. And so once they've kind of thought about themselves and maybe they're starting to think about, okay, what, you know, how are we going to provide for our kids or our grandkids? What do they do from there? What are they working on with their estate planning attorney? Well, typically a client would be working on what we would refer to as kind of the basic suite of estate planning documents. Mm -hmm. They'll want to make sure that they have a will in some states that would be conjoined with a revocable trust, powers of attorney, powers of attorney are documents that come into play while you're living, mm -hmm. but you're incapacitated and, un and unable to make decisions on your own behalf. And there are two types of powers of attorney. And, and these documents sometimes go by or referenced by mm -hmm. different names in different states. But there is a type of power of attorney document that will govern healthcare decisions and designate who you wish to act on your behalf mm -hmm. as it relates to those matters. And then a power of attorney for property, which would govern financial decisions and mm -hmm. designate those that you'd like to, to be making those decisions on your, on your behalf as well. So what about assets that maybe pass outside of the estate plan, the will, the revocable trust? So things like life insurance or you know, retirement accounts, what, what are they doing for those types of assets? Absolutely. So not all plans, and sometimes clients don't realize that not all of their assets are going to pass pursuant to a will or to a revocable trust. There are some certain assets that pass instead pursuant to a beneficiary mm -hmm. designation form, retirement accounts, IRAs, 401ks. Those types of documents or, or, or retirement accounts pass pursuant to a beneficiary designation form. So it's important that uh, an individual make sure that they name not only a primary beneficiary, mm -hmm. but if that primary beneficiary is predeceased, those they'd like to name as contingent beneficiaries. And then similarly for life insurance, life insurance mm -hmm. also will pass pursuant to a beneficiary designation form. So it's very important to make sure that those documents are updated and accurately reflect what your wishes are. And I found too, that it's also really important to make sure the clients are talking to their attorneys, not only about the will and the trust, but also those beneficiary designations. So they can really dovetail together and work together. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that not only do the documents reflect what your wishes are, but it's important that your attorney understand the types of mm -hmm. assets 
that you own and the form of which you own them, because that'll markedly impact how an attorney puts your estate plan together. So we've talked a lot about the documents, you know, and you've mentioned some things like healthcare powers of attorney, property powers of attorney. What about the people that are actually carrying out those directions? So once the client has thought about their own needs, thought about the documents, what about that, that role, the fiduciary role? What are some of the roles we should be thinking about? So there, it will be important for an individual to give some thought as to who they want to carry out the wishes under these various documents before they meet with their attorney. That will help expedite um, the process. Mm-hmm. And so under these various documents, there are different types of fiduciaries involved. For example, in your will, you may designate an executor. The executor will be charged with administering mm-hmm. your estate. Also, if you have minor children, you would be naming a guardian under your will, and that's who would be caring for um, your minor children if you and your spouse were no longer living. Um, Under your revocable trust, you would be designating a trustee. A trustee is responsible for administering the trust, and so making all the various decisions included in a trust document. And then, of course, you'll have powers of attorney. Um, A power of attorney for healthcare, you would be designating the individual or the agent Mm -hmm. who would be making healthcare decisions on your behalf. Similarly, under a power of attorney for property, and that sometimes goes by um, different names in different states, you would be designating who would be making decisions, financial decisions on your behalf if you're incapacitated and unable to do so. So really, you're thinking about who could step in your shoes and, and make those decisions, whether it's because you're, you, you're deceased or because you can't make a decision for yourself. It's really kind of thinking about stepping into the shoes and that, that person is the fiduciary, regardless of what the document is. Exactly. And do you exactly. find that people are naming the same people in all of those roles? Does it vary? I think it does vary, but I'd say oftentimes people are naming the same throughout a variety of those roles. I think some of the things to keep in mind is that you want to name a succession of people in Mm -hmm. case those that individual um, that you named initially is a contemporary, perhaps they predecease you Mm -hmm. or they're unavailable to serve. So so kind of just to summarize, what people should really be thinking about ahead of time are their own needs, who will step into their shoes and act in that fiduciary role, and then ultimately making sure all of their documents are coordinated. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Wealth Planning Illuminated. We hope you found this topic interesting and that you will continue to explore the variety of wealth planning topics available to you on this channel. Thank you and have a great day. CIBC Private Wealth Management includes CIBC National Trust Company, CIBC Delaware Trust Company, CIBC Private Wealth Advisors Incorporated, all of which are wholly owned subsidiaries of CIBC Private Wealth Group LLC and the private banking division of CIBC Bank USA. All of these entities are wholly owned subsidiaries of Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. This document is intended for informational purposes only, and the material presented should not be construed as an offer or recommendation to buy or sell any security. Concepts expressed are current as of the date of this publication only and may change without notice. Such concepts are the opinions of our investment professionals, many of whom are chartered financial analyst charter holders or certified financial planner professionals. Certified Financial Planner Board of Standards Incorporated owns the certification marks CFP and Certified Financial Planner in the U.S. There is no guarantee that these views will come to pass. Past performance does not guarantee future comparable results. The tax information contained herein is general and for informational purposes only. CIBC Private Wealth Management does not provide legal or tax advice, and the information contained herein should only be used in consultation with your legal, accounting, and tax advisors. To the extent that information contained herein is derived from third-party sources, although we believe the sources to be reliable, we cannot guarantee their accuracy. The CIBC logo is a registered trademark of CIBC used under license. 
Investment products are not FDIC insured, may lose value, and are not bank guaranteed.